awaytravel.com. Summer, like you mean it. Favorites, the figure carry-on flux, the everywhere bag, the hanging toiletry bag, 100-day trial, free shipping and reward terms designed to last. We want you to love our products if you buy one and decide it's not for you. Return it for a full refund. Exclusions apply. Check website at awaytravel.com for details. What Away Travel believes. Uh, away, we believe that the more we travel, the better we all become. That's why we partner with organizations to create inevitable access to the transformative benefits of travel. City guides and travel stores for your next stop. Away made a relatively boring necessity into an enviable statement piece at an affordable price. Condé Nast Traveler. What fellow travelers are saying, I love Away from the thoughtfully created products to the customer service team that seems to go above and beyond everything exactly how I'd want it to be. I've taken my luggage to Paris, San Francisco, New Mexico, Indonesia. I have never traveled more at ease. If there was a higher rating than a 10, I'd give it. The best brand in my collection and always my first choice when traveling. Good morning. Hope you had a good week. Here are your recaps and spoilers for February 26th to March 1st, 2024. Uh, the Young and the Restless. Recap. Nikki makes plans to meet Seth. Asher takes control of Kyle reveals his true feelings. If we were Vicky, we'd be concerned about everything from Nikki's hand washing to her door closing. But in particular, it's her decision making that has him fearing his bra with worry. While Victor's at it, he might ha- want to carve out some time for fretting over his ex-wife Ashley as well. She's going to choose from the dangerous variety. And speaking of putting oneself at risk, perhaps forgetting that it's one of the quickest ways to catch feelings, I'll just let the guard down with Tucker. Sally gets angry with Adam. Jordan is thrilled with Seth's progress and Ashley changes her tune. Fatal reaction? Who will kill Jordan? See the suspect list? This is why we're always telling our friends not to text and walk. And then Nikki falls right into a trap. Okay, so Texas may not have nothing to do with it, but still, whether she really is or not, Audrey likes to think of herself as always being one step ahead of everyone else, so she isn't likely to welcome the advice she gets from Nate, especially as unsolicited, continuing to make all the right moves, where his duo was still concerned, Adam goes out on a limb for the one who got away and then came back. Lauren makes a start of revelation to Danny and Amanda Bowles back in the town. Better call a referee because Jill's going to need one when she throws Bill and Devon a curveball. Abby had to pay for a mind about the past, but which part of it? The cheating and a chance with Devon part? The slipping with Sharon's boyfriend, Scotty part? The fling with the surprise sex dresser part? Need we go on? Because we could. Actually, it, it's the first option for Abby to see that this is about to happen too. From the too little too late falls, Phyllis gives Danny a peace offering. Jordan urges Seth to get Nikki out of the house. Nikki warns Victor and Adam turns to Sharon for help. Since apparently not even the almighty Victor Zimmerman's best of right can keep Nikki safe, he's forced to hatch a new plan to protect his better half. No need to ask. Won't someone think of the children? Adam and Chelsea do exactly that as they feel aside their differences and also helping Connor. Awkward timing. Considering how close Sally and Adam have become again. 
Nevertheless, Nick evaluates the feelings for his last girlfriend. Victor launches a plan behind Victoria's back. Tracy notices a change in Ashley, and Aja wants answers. Victor reminds Michael that he sees the go-to guy by going to him with a tricky assignment flip beat flop when Ashley has yet another change of heart. At some point, she needs to start just telling people beats me, I don't know, catching up on her maternal hand ringing. Victoria worries about Claire having a setback. Next week, Victor is hell-bent on reading the world of Crazy Aunt Jordan. Philip thinks Danny an offer that he'd bug wise to refuse, and Ashley discovers that no matter the direction in which he turns, that way lies madness. Russell's rant, George's plot, good end spoiler, plus a jaw-dropping romantic development, Ashley's altar, and more. Monday, February 26th, Jack and Tracy have the work cut out for them and discuss how to help Ashley. Given what is really going on with their sister, they might want to consult Vicky Buchanan. Tucker makes a promise to Audra, perhaps just in time for all hell to break loose and General City is paid a visit by, well, you see it, you'll see it. As the Tracy keeps the peace between Billy and Devon, and for all our sakes, let's hope she pulls it off. The last thing we want is a repeat of this. Tuesday, February 27th, the spoiler technically reads Audra Tuttle's unfinished business with Ashley. But we have a feeling that what it really means is Audra thinks she's settled unfinished business with Ashley because it ain't going to be finished till Ashley says it is. Phil's reconnects with Amanda. Not sure how this is going to help Ashley's state of mind, but regardless, Jack gives Tucker an ultimatum. <coughs> Wednesday, February 28th, Victor finally has some use for Victoria's newfound daughter. He enlists, he enlists Claire to set a, set a trap with Jordan. If the erstwhile Eve wants to for Prove herself to the numerous, here's a golden opportunity. Fresh from a troubling, last troubling experience, Ashley has another. We have a hunch her and her altar future is going to be full of those. Victoria faces a tough decision, presumably about whether or not to allow her back from dead, the, back from dead daughter to take part in her father's scheme to one up and bring down Jordan. Thursday, February 29th, Victor and Victoria Reaching understanding about Claire, perhaps the Black Knight is about to checkmate the Evil Queen for good. Devon stands his ground. Translation, the vending machines at CW will stop Diet Coke instead of Dr. Pepper until he says otherwise. Chelsea's added have been working so hard to come together as co-parents to last to this. Connor's mom loses patience with his dad. Friday, March 1st, Victor makes a promise to Victoria, which even she has to see as an improvement over him giving her an order, right? If Nikki isn't the last to know, she's turned close to it when she learns shocking news. Once a groupie, always a groupie. Phyllis has a proposition for Danny. Will he risk whatever slim chance he has left for Christine to accept it? No one to tell him. Check out what's in store for you. General City families. Old and beautiful. Recap. Luna tries to tell RJ what happened to Zendi, and Deacon tells Sheila she can't marry her just yet. Unaware of her secret, RJ cuts off a troubled Luna. Something tells us when the truth comes out, we'll be playing another forest that falls out a window scene. Just a hunch, Sheila works as well as she can hope as, as she can, as hope pleads for Deacon to end things with her. Well, when will characters learn to look around the corner to see if the cycle was working before bad bounty live as a potential circles of dawn revisit Sheila and Deacon's twisted love story? Zendi asks Luna to leave RJ for him and Thomas explores Ralph's central scene with both in the office since the only alternatives are doing actual work or if you're a Logan sister gossiping. Thomas and Hope get fashioned at the office. There's a clue 
And then there's Sunday. Luna is blindsided by his pitch for a future together. Steffi hits Sheila, and then he pushes for a future with Luna. This will go well. Sheila, despite knowing that it's the quickest way to Confrontation City, approaches Kelly while she's on a play date with a friend. <coughs> what a coincidence. At that same moment, Steffi and Liam unite in their concern over Sheila. Steffi threatens Sheila during a physical fight, and Liam fails not to give up. Yeah, yep, call it. Yep, called it. Steffi and Sheila's argument gets physical fast. We see that the monster-in-law from hell won't know what hit her, except, well, it will obviously have been Steffi. Sheila comes from Steffi and Hope belongs to the loss of her relation with Deacon. Party poopers Finn and Deacon break up Sheila and Steffi's brawl as if that will keep them from having a rematch when there are no referees around to intervene. In the afternoon of, of the fight, Deacon worries about Sheila's current state of mind. Highly understandable since we know her history or demented behavior. Next week, just when you thought that the hate couldn't get any stronger between Sheila and Steffi, it does just that as one front day leads to, to the next battle one of the draw, and surprisingly not everyone is along Steffi's side of them. Weirder still, before all is said and done, Finn will find himself being comforted by neither his wife nor his mother, who will be left standing when the dust settles. Monday, February 26th, Finn confesses his true feelings about Steffi and Sheila's altercation to hope. Steffi can't shake her over on this feeling about Sheila. Tuesday, February 27th, Deacon and Liam argue about Sheila's unpredictable behavior. Steffi and Finn encounter an unexpected challenge. Wednesday, February 28th, Carter delivers unanticipated information to Ridge and Thomas. Finn reels at Steffi's news. Thursday, February 29th, Hope performs the book of Steffi and Sheila's fight. Ridge and Thomas stand in support of Steffi while Finn supports Sheila. Friday, March 1st, Ridge requests. Ridge makes a request to Deputy Chief Baker. Hope confirms a distraught Finn at Sheila's apartment. They want to tell and find out what's next by Los Angeles citizens. General Hospital recap Valentine purchases Invader and names Lena as a publisher and Joss as a seven to find Dex. As Dex realizes he may need to leave town if he wants to stay alive, Joss becomes more determined than ever. She is after her mother's daughter, but will she ultimately have no choice? Valentine has something important to announce. Tracy feels as though she's not being given her due. As Trina continues to mourn the death of her beloved Spencer, Curtis does what he can for her. Meanwhile, Marsha looks for answers and still tries to help her help him find them. Anna and Laura convince Cyrus to help them, and Nina serves the work of Mr. Sunny. It looks like Anna is ready to make a deal with the devil as she approaches Cyrus with the proposition who, will, who or what manages to catch Jordan by surprise. Curtis makes the confession that he forced to draw his job on the floor. Sonny and Dante have worked through a lot of issues over the years, so why is the Teflon Don suddenly being bucking Sam's full when Valentine tries to offer Nina advice by Old Sparks reignite? Selena provides Sonny with information on the shooting. Nina starts a gossip column in the, in the Invader, and Tracy is disappointed when Gregory asks Alexis to be his plus one at the wedding. The past has a funny way of not staying buried, especially where Ava and Sonny are concerned. When Nina shares something with Carly and Drew, will it only make an already tense situation even worse? Given Trina gives Jocelyn a pep talk, Felicia thinks she might be able to help Lucy. Spinelli has been spending a whole lot of time with Maxley of late. Might that have something to do with the conversation he and Cody have today? Carly makes a decision that shocks Drew. Sonny gets a familiar name from Selena's man. Lee and Anna and Dante are suspicious of John, 
As Sonny Matthews continues to probe a mystery, he and Slick exchange information. Speaks of fans don't want to miss what happened today as Drew's gotten angry over the past few weeks. He and Carly have not been seeing eye to eye as they soon are they soon to be on the outs. Anna and Dante won't make much progress if John has anything to say about it. Sasha has nothing but good things to say about Cody. Cyrus reveals the mysterious stone is a dead man and Sonny removes his wedding band. Sam finds himself opening up to Elizabeth. With Steve Burton's returning around the corner, watch and want to bet Jason's name comes up. The general house just revealed Jason is stone. Gregory hopes to make progress with Tracy. What is it? Has TJ feeling so concerned? Chris hopes Sonny won't forget the very big decision he's about to make. With years of and years of pork child shots under his belt, Steve Burton reveals his all-time favorite Jason scene. Can you guess what it was? Things are definitely heating up for our troop Christina and Blaze. As they share a romantic eating, wonder how the singer soon to arrive home, played by Evil LaRue, will react to this relationship. Next week, a much missed face finally returns to daytime, and the character's definitely going to shake things up. Elsewhere, Tracy and Lois face off. Brooklyn searches for something important, and Felicia has something to get off her chest. Monday, February 26th, at long last, Evil LaRue is back on daytime as Blaze's mom, who makes an interest nobody is likely to forget anytime soon. Speaking of help, Nina too needs a little what she helps Ava will be able to provide. When Sonny needs assistance, he knows who to call. No, not Ghostbusters, Spinelli. Does Kylie have good reason to be suspicious of John Jagger? Curtis is there when Drew needs encouragement. With years and years of Port Charles shots under his belt, Steve Burton reveals his all-time Jason saying, can you guess what it was? Perhaps hoping that maybe, just maybe, it's not too late to save their marriage. Nina tries to expose her actions to Sonny. Drew's behavior has been off lately. When he opens up the car, might we get a bit more insight into what's going on, or could this be the end of Drew and Carly's relationship? It's a big home for players and a mom, Natalia. Speaks of fans rejoice. Sure, they haven't reunited, reunited yet, but they are definitely getting closer. Wednesday, February 28th, as a big day gets over ever closer, Brooklyn's search for is on for the Perfect wedding grace. She get assist from Mom Tracy. Get assist from Tracy, Lois, and Maxie. Meanwhile, groom to be Chase tries to clear something up. I will send a react to Carly's update. Jess is on the lookout for her bow deck. Scott reconnects with someone from the past. Thursday, February 29th. Dante may have his work cut out for him when he tries to play Beastmaker. Lois collides as Sunny finds himself in a confrontation with John. A little old resentment to be resurfaced. The tables have turned and Brooklyn is the one trying to reassure Chase for a change. Lois and Tracy putting heads totally here for it. What will Finn and Elizabeth decide about the future? Friday, March 1st? Alicia has something to confess, but what and to whom? Dante takes a closer look and manages to connect the dots. Anna and John try to hash out their differences. Sonny and Spinella have to come up, have come up with a plan while Ava go along with it. When they loop her in, Blaze and Christina reveal something important. They want to tell and find out what happens next for PC citizens. Dear of Eyes, Peacock, recap. Ever says he's not Bobby, but Stephanie connects the dots. As the club rape wraps a supportive arm around Jada, who wrings her hands in front of them, Everett furrows his brow at Stephanie. Friends and family gather around Pauline, she begins to recover from her cancer surgery. Uh, Kayla wonders if she has reason to be concerned about finding out that Trippin didn't show up for his scheduled shift at Salem University Hospital. Bill Nizan gives Maggie and Costa a chance to spend the evening together. Jada is confounded by the fact that she has to confront ever about her former husband, Bobby. Sloan rants to Melinda about Jude as someone watches while Teresa confides in Brady. And Ava gets concerning news at small 
are. Some leans across the table. Riley raising her brow at Melinda. An empty wine glass sits in front of her. Stefan knows exactly how dangerous Clyde is and warns Abar against pushing the bad guy's buttons. Brady asks Marlene into his confidence, having found the ring a while back. Teresa assumes Alex was going to propose. His failure to do so has already has her ready to walk right, walk right out the door, bags and all. Roman arranges a special aid for himself and Kate. Lucas surprises Julie, Maggie, and Doug while Thomas visits. While Thomas stumbles upon a gift from Alice, who, who's, <coughs> whose early history of Thomas visited. A young Tom and Alice enjoy a picnic. The burnt out remains of the Horton house have Doug, Julie, and Maggie reminiscing about the history that unfolded within its walls. Meanwhile, Roman, Kate, John, and Marlena are all there to support their family and friends. Leo admits to Julie that he'd like to know more about the history of Stanley's first family. Something tells us that Vinci's bot discovered that it might just play an important role in what's to come. Things are about to heat up as a legacy character comes home, but not to his own, and the truth will finally truth will begin to slowly unravel. Everett collapses after learning he is Bobby and Tate lashes out at his parents. Facing Steph Stephanie to say the man Jay's mouth is open, then explosion while force forcefully pointing at Everett. Stephanie studies the photo as a frowning Everett purses his lips. Well you're not an official is a couple until you've been kidnapped, which is a current honor bestowed upon Wendy and Trip. Everett opens up to Rafe about the special deal she'd struck with hers. Steve proves to be Stephanie proves to Steph that Everett is who he thinks he is. Meanwhile, Jada sets out to prove to Bobby that they share the connection. She says they do. Lady and Teresa presents a united front as they visit Tate. Eric Sheeta is revealed as he wakes up, and Brave presents new evidence against Xander and Constantine Plots. Wearing a hoodie over his head, Stephen stares grimly ahead. Behind him, Clark regards Stephen from behind a prison yard fence. Brave is and so convinced that Xander is innocent, but Justin and Sarah remain firmly in his corner. Stephen finds himself being summoned to Statesville by Clyde. Constantine tells Steve the time has come for him to deliver some answers. Next week, Kayla delivers dreadful news. Clyde gives Stephen deadly orders, and Tate receives visitors to at the halfway house. Plus, Holly asks Nicole and EJ for the truth. Monday, February 26th. The good news: Harris is finally coming out of his coma. The bad, at least for him, he'll immediately find himself being questioned by Rafe. Meanwhile, the patient finally awaking leaves some happy and others worrying about what he might remember and say. Steffi keeps her ears open as Marlon has to talk with Everett about his past. Andy has a panic attack, but Trip is right there by her side. Tuesday, February 27th, how will Chad react when he learns the truth about Bobby from Everett? Shh, let Polly asleep because while she's slumbering, Kayla is giving her patients lovely some pretty awful news. What will Johnny find when he is able to visit with Holly? Meanwhile, Nicole and AJ Bond as they keep a close eye on her daughter. Wednesday, February 28th, Alex and Krista get together for a status update on their relationship with Teresa and Brady, respectfully at the same time. The objects of their affection are doing their best to heal their fractured relationship with their son. Nicole and AJ finally have a reason to celebrate. When AJ starts her relationship, Sarah is quick to defend Xander. Stephanie is troubled about this Everett situation, which gives Chad a chance to weigh in with her, offering his advice. Thursday, February 29th. The past and the present blur when Ava and Steve receive word about their son's trip. 
and his girlfriend Wendy. Father's food must be pretty bad if it relates to Lanny and Eli coming home for a visit. Given that Valentine's Day was kind of a bust for Eric and Sloan, he decides to try and give them a do-over. Clyde issued new orders, but will Stefan follow through, especially given that they could leave someone dead? Friday, March 1st, when Tate relocates to a halfway house in Salem, his parents can check it and it's positioned out for themselves. All that's different for answer about how she wound up in a coma, but Nicole and AJ aren't sure they want to share that info. Steve, at long list, ready to tell Costa the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, of course, always says. Steph has mentioned from Clyde here, I've been showing up at the hospital to make sure that Harris never checks out. They're one to tell and check out what's next for Salemites. Thank you for listening to the spoilers. Stay tuned this week to find out what happens. And stay safe and have a good week. Thank you.